0: and culture lovers. This is Jules, your host of the All Things Iceland podcast. Welcome to this week's episode, which is the third and final part of my interview with Jón Gunnar, Iceland's funniest and most famous mayor. If you haven't listened to the first two parts of this interview, I recommend that you do, because Jón dives deep into why he ran for political office, Taoism, his experience as the mayor of Reykjavík, and other fascinating things about his life. During this episode, Jón shares his feelings about the current political landscape in Iceland, why he feels it is important to teach people about empathy, what he has been up to since leaving office, and his favorite Icelandic word or phrase. In part two, I taught you how to say the mayor of Reykjavík, which is This time around, Jón will share a pretty funny Icelandic word before the end of the episode. So make sure you listen all the way through so you hear it. Before I start the interview, I would like to give a shout-out to Guayaba, who left the following review. It's great to hear about the world and broaden our horizons. This podcast brings you to Iceland. I love hearing about this incredible country and all of its unique traits. Thank you for the review, Guayaba. If you enjoy listening to this show, please leave a review. You might end up getting a shout out in one of the episodes. What do you feel about the political landscape in Iceland now?
1: I don't have any issues with it. It's democratic, I would say, and and I don't see any signs of uh, extremism. Mm -hmm. I don't see any threats. And I've been following the elections in Sweden. Have you do you follow that? Uh,
0: yeah. only if it's kind of comes into my you know, yeah, point, yeah. Or, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. my circle or something. But yeah. I haven't been following it very closely now. I just have some friends who are Swedish who talk about it sometimes.
1: Yeah. So there was a lot of growing support for right wing extremists in Sweden. and I mean what's happening in Europe in the US also mm-hmm is terrifying. Yeah. I find it absolutely terrifying what's happening in Poland and Hungary and... Yeah. I remember
0: watching the elections for France because I was afraid that Le Pen could win.
1: Yes, yeah, no, Yeah, That was just like... And, and I mean, like Trump, when he was elected, I mean, most people just didn't believe. Right. So, of course, Clinton's going to win. I mean, nobody's going to vote for Trump. Right. But then they did. Yeah. And that was just...
0: But that was also another gross underestimation of this person and who he was connecting to.
1: Yes, that was like, uh, exactly, yeah. It's just something, you know, I, I find terrifying. Yeah. And I'm grateful for Iceland being like innocent childish, (laughs) I'm grateful for that, yeah, Yeah. I would like to keep it that way, that's, and that's also been, like, my, my comedy is probably to try and teach people about empathy, Mm. yeah, so that was maybe the main thing I wanted to teach, or I don't, I'm not a teacher in empathy, but, you know, I, I wanted to help create awareness about,
0: okay, would you ever run or consider running for political office again?
1: I should never say never, but uh, <laughs> I will say it anyway. No, I, I I don't intend to to run for any office ever again. Yeah. I've had it. I'm done. But, you know, things would have to uh, really change so that I would be willing to do anything. And that's also with the outaging that things so easily can turn into their opposites, mm-hmm. what they were not supposed to be. Right, yeah. I don't think I would know, I don't think I would... <laughs> okay. And, uh, I see how it's like churning in your brain now, it's like, mm. <laughs> You yeah, no, I, I just like, I really like writing, I mm. love uh, uh, my writing, and being with my dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So simple life. Simple is, life. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think I've done my share with politics. Yeah. And and like I said, it, it was an accident. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. So if you intent- did it intentionally, you probably probably be worse off. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I didn't intend to go into politics. Or and like when I was asked if I was, you know, I I saw myself as a politician, and I would say. Honestly, I know I don't mm. see myself as a politician. But but you're in you know, you're holding a political office. How can you say you're not a politician? And it was like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just it's like you move to Belgium and you live in Belgium. Does that make you a Belgian? Mm. Or uh, or when do you become a Belgian? Is it like two months? Is it six years? Or is it what right, is yeah, it? Like I look at myself as a Political tourist. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just a, here to take some selfies. and yes, you know, like. yeah. I'm just here to take a few selfies <laughs> and see city hall. Hilarious. And uh, and when I'm done with it, I'm I, I will leave. Yeah. And I'm to, I told people that all the whole time I don't, in, I'm not going for a career in politics. Mm. I'm not. Uh, I'm just here for some. Amount of time, and then I will leave and yeah. I will never come back. Okay. And because I've seen this, and I will, I will go uh, and explore something else. I can say for certain that I will never go into <laughs> politics, but okay. and just by saying it, well, you never know.
0: Right, yeah. Hopefully, there isn't anything like the crash that happens again that kind of forces you to reconsider that. And, no. You know, I'm sure it's nice to be able to have. Less stress, for sure, <laughs> in yeah. your life. It probably, was not very easy for your family either with all these
1: things. No, wow, it's really stressful, and I feel sorry for people in office. And it's like with everything, if you try to do your best mm-hmm. for uh, other people, it can be like your children, your family, right. people you're working with, or whatever, and you you cannot forget that you are also one of the people there. Mm-hmm. And you have okay. to do good for yourself yes, also. That's true. But many people kind of forget that. And it's easy to exhaust yourself. Yeah, burnout. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, you know, everybody wants to save the world, but nobody wants to save himself. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, not important. <laughs> so it's like a, But that's not true. So I'm, I guess I would like to try and save myself. Okay. Uh, yeah...
0: I think that's a fair thing, especially since how can you care and love for other people if you're not caring and loving for yourself? Like it starts from within and then yeah. you can expand
1: outward. But still, a lot of people do that and yeah. especially like kind-hearted, good-hearted people mm-hmm. can so easily exhaust themselves while people who are not don't have <laughs> so good intentions. <laughs> But pretend they have. Right. Like, yeah, I care for all of you. It's like, and they didn't. They're not bothered. So, so they don't exhaust themselves because what they're really, really concerned about is themselves. Right. <laughs> so, so, and they do well, and that's a, that's a that's a shame. Yeah. It's like. <laughs>
0: But they're not concerned about themselves normally in a way that is healthy. It's usually like some kind of greed or something like that. It's, yeah. it's a yeah. motivating factor that yes. is destructive too. Yeah. So in a way, you know, like they're no. it's not self love. <laughs> it's almost you could be you no. have some insecurities about how, how you view your your worth and yourself and whatever else, and it comes out in ways of trying to find outside factors to fulfill that emptiness.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean maybe it's just you know maybe maybe it's uh yeah maybe it's just if if you really get down to it the human existence and the whole existence is maybe it's just so much pain mm-hmm. that if you look into it you just feel sorry for everything <laughs> i like and i was thinking like you know like yeah yeah like even even for hitler like just yeah poor guy was the lunatic yeah. or you know and like, feel sorry for everybody. It's like, like the Buddha or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, just pity everyone. And <laughs> you're all in in a mess.
0: And you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <not laughs> like, what have yeah. you been up to after yeah. leaving office?
1: A few months uh, after I left office, I got an invitation for a residency hmm. at uh, Rice University in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. And I accepted that. So, Me and my wife and our youngest son. We went there and we stayed there for a few months in 2015, again in 2017. Then I was invited again, and this time I was asked to uh, teach a course at the University of Houston. Mm. And I did. I was teaching a course on creative writing. Mm, And we were, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, that was interesting.
0: Did the students know who you were?
1: Yeah, they had uh, kind of like a uh, googled it or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was, uh, we were uh, writing with 12 students and our uh, aim was to write a script for a TV series. Mm, that okay. next. The only conditions was that it was supposed to uh, take place in Houston okay. and somehow be about or have to do with climate change. mm
0: somehow. interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah. So they wrote, or we created and wrote out the first episode for a TV series. Uh, it's a comedy, mm-hmm. and it's called Landfall, and it's about people in Houston right before... Uh, Big hurricane yeah. hits Houston and we were working on this and it was the possibility of a hurricane was so uh, far away.
0: Yeah even though Houston has been hit by a hurricane yeah. <laughs> not too long ago.
1: Yeah and and then like uh, uh, Harvey hit Houston then mm-hmm. a few months later and uh the weirdest thing.
0: Yeah it's almost, almost like ooh yeah strange predictions coming out of yeah. your class
1: yeah. Yeah. i'm curious though one thing
0: no you were when you were younger you had mentioned i heard like in an interview that you didn't really go to school very much mm-hmm. and so how different is it now being a teacher having been a teacher in this class for yeah. a kid who was like school kind of like meh <laughs> as a kid <laughs> yeah.
1: also has to do with being a parent you know mm-hmm. i've okay. i've had to uh take all my children through the educational system and support them and uh, encourage them and all that. (laughs) Were
0: you ever honest with them about your experience with school? Yes.
1: But I also pointed out to them I was deemed maybe not fit for school because I would... Many people considered me mentally disabled when I was a child. Yeah, yeah. In school, I didn't do that well. Yeah, I had difficulties learning things. That has had an effect on my possibilities because I don't have a formal education. Mm, okay. And sometimes, uh, like in life, I wanted to. When I was grown up, I wanted to do things, but you know, I was not able to do them because I I, I didn't have the education. And this is something. I've been honest with my my children about. It's like, you know, if you if you do this and you get your education, you will have possibilities. You can choose. I didn't I, I couldn't choose. I was uh, offered something and I just took it because there wasn't another offer on the table. There <laughs> was nothing to choose yeah. from. But I still I I I have issues with uh, with the educational systems, I, I, I have real issues mm-hmm. with that system and, uh, and who is it for? Mm,
0: purpose even? Yeah, and
1: education is, is different here than in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It is different, and U.S. and Iceland are also quite different, you yeah. But they are fundamentally, fundamentally same. same. Okay. Yeah.
0: Meaning like the um, reasons for teaching or like what is the, what do you mean by fundamentally saying?
1: What is education for? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, why do your children go to school? It's because to prepare them to become a, a fully functional adults mm-hmm. or that should, in my opinion, be, mm-hmm. be the purpose, but it's... Or at least,
0: and also part of society, I think you learn no. a lot of social norms in school as well.
1: Yes. But in no. the
0: US like one of the things I feel is missing is not teaching about critical thinking. And I had this discussion with Dora as well because yeah. she was saying here in Iceland that's kind of an issue as well. It's like uh-huh. it's not about critically looking at situations, sometimes it's just about rote memorization of something, you know, yes. and then you don't learn anything from it. You're just no. kind of going forward and you forget that part you had to memorize to pass that test, now that's over, you go on to the next thing you have to memorize to pass the test, but you're yeah, losing yeah. all that other information and you don't really understand the reasoning for why this thing happened in history or exactly. yeah. you know, other aspects. So.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, uh, uh, that's a thing lacking and also creative thinking mm-hmm. isn't, I mean it's not until university where you get a sense of creative thinking
0: and that's if you take classes that bring it out of you
1: the educational system uh works against creative thinking mm-hmm. it, it it will if you are a unusually a creative kid you would probably have problems with your yes. teachers and
0: you get stifled <laughs> a lot and
1: yeah and it's yeah. like you know it's, it's like the anti-creativity police sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I was yeah. listening
0: to Steve Jobs' biography. Yes. And I don't know if you've read it or not, but no, it's pretty I, fascinating. I mean, he's, as an individual, he is or was quite controversial. Yes. Right? He was brash and all these other parts. But also, he was super creative as a uh-huh. kid, which helped yeah. him. And he said that they, they tried to beat it out of him <laughs> as a kid. Yes. And not physically beat him, but like... The idea that this is how you're supposed to be, but he had parent parents, he was adopted, he had adopted parents that were very supportive of his creativity yes. and very allowing him to be himself. And he yeah. also ended up going to another school because mm-hmm. he needed to be in a place where he felt like at least he had more control over being himself yeah. instead of the public school that was near him. So it's just, you know, most people do not have that ability as a kid to no. say like, what they're doing to me is wrong, I don't want to be here, right, like move me somewhere else, parents. Uh-huh. <laughs> Most people just get, go, you know, into zombie mode or get discouraged yeah, or yeah, depressed yeah. or whatever and yeah, then, yeah. you know, their con- contribution that could have been to society is completely <clears throat> wiped out or almost wiped out, like they don't learn as an adult.
1: Yeah, you know, no, and I mean, it's it's not, also we don't have the time or the space right, yeah. for, for the uh, creativity because uh, it's unpredictable. We don't know what's going to come out of it, and we are not prepared or some. Yeah, so we try to uh, avoid it. And also, you know, we stigmatize, yeah, stigmatize yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. things oh. like like uh, mistakes. Yes, which is a very important part of experiment to to make a mistake. and sometimes, and like with 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 science, Sometimes something very valuable comes out of a so-called mistake, and a mistake is no longer a mistake but becomes a discovery. It's a breakthrough, right? Yeah, but it's true, and it's it's the same with all creative process. Creative thinking is it has to have certain elements to work has to have playfulness There has to be fun doing it because mm-hmm. that brings out the best in everyone. Yeah. When they're in play mode, you know, it's fun, you know, and you're not so conscious about what you're contributing. You're mm-hmm. having fun and everything flows naturally.
0: The doer becomes the deed. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, and it is fun and mistakes. Mistakes are allowed. Right. And nobody has to, you know, apologize or be ashamed or anything for mistakes because that's what we're doing. We're, we're building on upon mistakes. You know, you're working in a group with people and you say, how about, you know, we make a movie about a man who is uh, at a turning point in his life. And, and everybody looks at you and says, that's a CCA. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was like a mistake. I shouldn't have said it. Yes, you should have, because now we have take that out. Yeah, exactly. Everybody realizes this is not what we're going to do. And I miss that in in how we see education. I think that's global. I think that's yeah. more or less except in some hippie schools.
0: Right, that like you wow. create your own... <laughs> studies and all that when I found out about that I was so mad. I was like how come I didn't know about this before? <laughs> but what's funny is that for those types of schools you pay a lot of money yeah. to go to a school to make up your own education. Yeah. Right? It's just like
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah and and uh, it's like balance, mm-hmm. you know. Because I've I've been a parent and I've also been the mayor of a city with many schools and you want your children to feel good in school mm-hmm. and i think most parents want their children to get an education with some exceptions but the majority of parents want their children to yeah, get yeah but you know uh but you also want them to feel good in mm-hmm. school yeah. you want them to uh their best in school you don't want to uh, enforce too much learning upon them so they don't feel good so so you're trying to find the balance between the two because you know you don't want them to feel that good that they don't feel responsible and on that they don't have to learn but at the same time you don't want them to feel over responsible so it's a delicate balance we desperately need to teach philosophy here
0: in different types of philosophy. Yes, yeah. it's absent yeah, yeah. in the
1: school system here. Okay. Uh, much more so than, than in in Europe and the U S. And and I've tried to explain to people the difference between philosophy and religion. Mm-hmm. Is that you know, but like when people say, but religion has so much philosophy. Yes, it does. It's influenced by philosophy, right. and, and, and and religion can be very philosophical, philosophical yeah. but it's not a for debate. No, it's, exactly. It's presented as a fact. Yeah, exactly. This is God. God is like this. You are like this, and it's like ah, but what if God? No, <laughs> this is like this, it's yeah, not I up see. for discussion. Right, exactly. This is like facts, but like I have argued because I wrote columns here about religion and and discourse, religious disc and and it's like you know religious people can state like. Jesus is real. Jesus loves you. God is real. But you know, stating the opposite is somehow not (laughs) allowed. Like Jesus is not real. Yeah. And if Jesus is real, he does absolutely not love you. (laughs) (laughs) Or Jesus hates children. It's like and there's so many things that are somehow considered to be acceptable that annoy me. Just Mm. and religion is it's one of those things. Okay. Just...
0: I think it's also difficult because if you think of God or religion or anything else, and someone states that God is real or that Jesus is real, that the burden of proof is not normally on the person who says, yeah. I say this is the case. It's usually the person that's saying the opposite, like, I don't believe that, how is this possible? Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like, yeah. you made the claim, but I, you don't have to prove it necessarily. And this is not to knock anybody who's religious. I think that people have their own choices to believe what they feel is right. But it is yeah. hard because you can't have really have a discussion all the time with many people who are very religious because mm-hmm. it ends up feeling like you're hitting your head up against the wall. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's something I, t- I try to stay away from. Yeah. I'm more inclined to go into uh, debates with uh, atheists or people who are hateful of religion. Mm. Some are like despise religion and atheists saying something about like the Quran or the Bible saying yeah the Quran is full of blah, blah, blah. it's like have you read the Quran? yeah exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, at least be well informed about uh, it yes now. of
1: course I have <laughs> like oh really <laughs> sort of like and I, I haven't read it, but I've read the Bible. I've yeah. read, I've actually, I'm one of the few people I know who actually read the Bible. <laughs> I read it. Yeah. And so, sometimes I will like, and when people are saying, yeah, oh, yeah, well, the Bible is just this and that. And it's like, yeah, have you read the Bible? <laughs> yeah, of course I read. It's like, of course. <laughs> it's like, okay, so... In your opinion, what's the biggest difference of uh, the gospel, uh, uh, gospel of John and Gospel of Matthew? What, what be, in your opinion, what's the main difference? Well, I don't know. Now, then you haven't read the Bible. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you, if you don't know that, it's like, so, yeah, well, uh, so people, like, Maybe they had the Bible and right. just assumed that because they had it, they somehow... It's like osmosis. <laughs> yes. You know, or just, you know, you know, being with a lot of religious people. Right. Somehow you were informed about yeah. five pages every now and then. <laughs> and eventually you you have consumed all the pages of yeah. the Bible or something.
0: Uh, and it's also a big difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And yeah. diff- you know, that's the hard thing for me, but that's a... Whole another discussion, I think, right? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe we'll yeah. move on to something a little lighter. Uh, yeah, Because yeah. uh, I'm curious about <laughs> <laughs> what your favorite Icelandic word or phrase is.
1: Yeah, I have uh, many favorite words in Icelandic. Uh, I like hundslapadriva.
0: Hundslapadriva.
1: Yeah, okay. hundslapadriva. It's uh, when snow falls and it melts and becomes rain before it hits mm. the ground.
0: Okay. <laughs> hund slappa drivar. Yeah. yeah, hund
1: slappa drivar.
0: But hund, is that from like dog or something? Yeah, Yeah, okay, dog
1: so it's just like... What is it? What is the... A, a dog foot snow. Dog like foot
0: snow? <laughs> what? Is this so random? Dog written? foot
1: snow, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Uh, uh, hund slappa driva. I, I I really like that one. <laughs> that is, mm-hmm. is also uh, very, Icelandic. <laughs> very Icelandic and uh, so many uh, phrases and words in Icelandic come from uh, some other language and mm. and we are not always aware of that. Some, sometimes we are taught that something was invented here when it's obviously not. <laughs> it comes from, uh, uh, a lot comes from English. Some, some comes from German. Okay. So, so... uh, Any
0: Danish influence there? Danish influence,
1: a lot of Danish influence. I was, uh, there's an Icelandic saying, or considered Icelandic saying, something is... uh, uh, Have you heard that? Something about
0: raisin... Raisin
1: in the end of a hot dog. Yes.
0: Okay, I've, I've heard this.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. And this is considered very Icelandic, but it's actually Danish. Oh, really? Of Danish origin. What does
0: it mean? Like, what is the purpose of it? How is it used? Well,
1: it was uh, something that people were making the hot dogs before they closed the hot dog in the end. They would uh, uh, stick a raisin there to uh, somehow do the nacht. Oh,
0: interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was like, uh, and it's, 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 and I guess before Danish, it has uh, a term in German. Okay. Usually so so when i'm i i I sometimes track phrases Mm. in words where did i come from where where does this word come from and and this saying iceland wasn't settled until uh, in the ninth century Mm -hmm. so and at the time people had been living in other parts of the the world for Fifty thousand years <laughs> or something, and been doing a lot of things yes. <laughs> all over, and uh, they had invented uh, all sorts of things before they came here. So they took with them things from their, their cultures. Icelandic wasn't invented here. Right, yeah. <gasps>
0: it was uh, it, old Norse. Yeah, it was first, old Norse language
1: yeah. that was spoken. In many different counties, for in in uh, north of England and the British Isles and mm-hmm. uh, all of Scandinavia and but but there are words, uh, very Icelandic mm-hmm. and and that that. Retta isn't really Icelandic. No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's I think it comes from English probably. Mm, okay. To make yeah.
0: Maybe like old English or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. To be ready. No, it's, it's to be... It's actually being ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, gonna, yeah uh, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be ready. Yeah.
0: Well, for my last question. Yes? I know you're active on some platforms and social media and you have a book, of course. I don't know yes. if you plan on writing another one, maybe, uh, in English or not. Mm. But I'm just curious where people can connect with you or learn about what you're up to now.
1: I post on Twitter, probably. Not on Twitter. I, I I usually just post in Icelandic. Okay. And I don't think you can translate Icelandic. Not still. very well. No. no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think even on Facebook and Twitter it's not an option. No.
0: I think on Facebook, if you try to, it just is like, ha! <laughs> it doesn't show you anything. It's just like,
1: whatever. It's just, yeah, it's just gibberish. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I guess... Uh, uh, Twitter.
0: Twitter.
1: Okay. Yeah, most most active there. It's it. My son, Moni says, uh, Twitter is for intelligent old people. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> for clever old people. <laughs>
0: that sounds like a compliment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's more for clever old yeah. people. It's
0: one of the more you know uh, well-established older social media channels, right? So. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he's
1: mostly on Instagram. Mm Mhm,
0: Instagram or Snapchat. That seems to be quite uh, big in now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you, though, for this. It's been, there's so many things we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start out with certain questions, and then it just kind of blossoms into this conversation about polar bears, (laughs) Taoism politics, religion.
1: It's It's been most enjoyable. Yeah, Yeah.